Hello and welcome to Eden Exchanges. Today we spoke to Phil Hoppe, franchisor for Jim's Testing Tag in Melbourne's inner suburbs. Listen as Phil delves into how he made the move from his white-collar lifestyle and IT to lucrative business owner for Jim's Testing Tag. Listen out as he lists the many benefits of owning a franchise, his advice on how to be a successful franchisee, and how to inquire about a franchise in his area. Welcome everyone, my name is Raghu and I'm here with Frank Zemus from Eden Exchange. Hello everyone. Today we're joined by Phil Hoppy, who's a franchiser for Jim's Test and Tag in Inner Melbourne. Thanks a lot for joining us today, Phil. Thanks for giving me your time, Raghu and Frank. Like, firstly, Phil, can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you came to be involved with the Jim's Test and Tag business in Inner Melbourne? Yeah, I've had a pretty varied background, uh, starting with an electrical uh, apprenticeship, uh, working as an electrician, then uh, sucked into IT in the early days, and uh, working from anywhere from minis and mainframes, and uh, later in my career uh, into business process uh, and records and compliance management uh, products uh, and solutions out to customers. So... As IT changed, well, I was changing too, managing projects all over the world. Sounds great, sounds exciting, but uh, you're never home. Mm. Uh, I was looking at uh, something that was an option, still in the compliance area, because I think business compliance is really important. And I saw Jim's test and tag. It um, fitted in well, because as a franchisor, I saw my role as not just doing work, but also looking for work and consulting to customers, and that mm-hmm. was where I'd come from. Mm-hmm. So if I looked at what I want to do, I want to actually um, select franchisees who yeah. have a similar passion. They have a structured approach. They want to provide good customer service and actually not just deliver the gym's brand, but their own brand. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important uh, for the long-term relationship. And what's your exact role in the organisation? Well, as a regional franchisor, it's at its most basic. It's to select franchisees who you believe will be successful in the business mm-hmm. and then provide them a level of support to help them achieve their goals. Mm-hmm. That's at the most basic. At a higher level, I think it's always to actually look mm-hmm. at where the industry is going and, and provide a bit more, mm-hmm. more than just support, but also start to work a bit more like a business development manager. So, so just on that, Phil, um, what sort of traits or what do you look for in, 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 a, in a prospect franchisee? Is, is, there, is there anything that you kind of think uh, works better and will be more successful? First thing I'm looking for is someone who I think I can work with. Mm. Yep. because they don't work for me, mm-hmm. but I'm going to be meeting with them. I'd be discussing things I'm doing that work, things that aren't working, and I want them to be able to listen to that. So that's at the most basic. Yep. Um, after that, I'm looking for somebody who's a little bit driven. Not too driven, you know, manic, but at least, you, you know, they can set some goals they, they and they will try business. to work their goals. Yeah. And they'll take uh, some ownership of what direction they're going. And you understand we have franchises available in Melbourne at the moment. Um, can you tell us about those territories and what's unique about them and also where they're located? Well, when I was uh, looking at coming into this division, I had a good look around and I thought, well, Melbourne Inner is, is great. It's got a very diverse range of customers. Mm-hmm. 
uh, anywhere between commercial, as mm -hmm. in big commercial buildings, uh, through to even manufacturing in uh, in a in a Melbourne in yeah. a Richmond area, oh, there is there is manufacturing going on. Yeah. Um, I was also looking at the type of businesses, so retail. They're always under the pump. And I think retail and many businesses, the more structured they get, they can actually start to take advantage of the information we can provide back to them. Yep. It's a bit like looking in the rearview mirror. Everyone can see a train crash, but um, yep. it's great to be able to point it out before it happens. Mm. Yeah. And that's uh, what I'm yeah. looking for. So sure. businesses that, that have a variety of work, yep. because if you've ever sat in an office day on day, yep. It gets pretty tedious, even if you're really good at your job, yeah. it gets hard. Yeah. So we get a bit of variety, so that we get that variety in the region. So we've yeah. got commercial, we've got retail, we've got building, yeah. we have manufacturing, yeah. and then you have all various other businesses in between. Sure. And what's your take on, I mean, what it's like just running a franchise in Melbourne? Okay, that's a, that's a very quick one. Yeah. It is hard. Mm. It's hard working for yourself. Mm. I won't. I yeah. won't shy away from that. But I think it's also rewarding because when you set a goal, when you set your plans, you start to work through them. Uh, you have a lot of opportunity to to take and to make yeah. for yourself. Yeah. And uh, that opportunity you make for yourself is by doing good work yeah. uh, for a customer and asking for referrals. Yeah. Okay. So that's. That's what I think uh, is really, really good about Inner Melbourne. Mm -hmm. um, you have that density of uh, customers. You have the opportunity to build a customer base that you don't have to drive miles for. Okay, so so that's probably uh, it. Yeah. Um, so look, with, with any sort of compliance uh, business, there's, there's a fair bit of technical knowledge you can test and take. Um, how does Jim's uh, test and tag help those who are I guess less technical and, and, and what, what sort of training and et cetera is provided to, to get them up to, to a certain amount of, uh, to a certain level. I suppose the uh, good thing about Jim's test and tag and, and any franchise for starters is that we, they do have structured processes. We have a very structured process at Jim's test and tag from the initial conversation with the customer. Yep. So we, we need to meet certain objectives all mm -hmm. the way along. Yep. So it's about gating, but it's also trying to work out whether they can work with us, but mm. also making sure that they've got the information they need as a, a franchise prospect. Yep. Once we go through that, we we have a structured prospect information workshop. Yep. That's about providing information to the customer, um, who is our prospect, but also for them to actually eyeball us. We then go to training. So you go through, we're offered contracts at a very structured time mm -hmm. in the process. We have an induction training. You could go and do a test and tag training course in a day, day and a half, and uh, do your fire training for another few days. You come out of that with a, potentially quite a bit of information, but no experience and no support. We spend about 19 days of mm -hmm. training. So induction. So it's not just training, telling you what to do, but it's actually getting you to role play, getting you to, to test your, put the trainer wheels on and rattle around and then uh, take them off gradually before you walk out the door. And this is really important because 
you can't, you're not in a business where you can afford to make errors. I mean, fire safety, yeah, testing and tagging. Yeah. It's not just a branding issue, it's actual safety in place. Yeah, being a no. compliance business, no. everything we do uh, can put uh, people's lives at risk. Yeah. So we need to be careful about what we do. Yeah. We need to be structured in the way we do it. And we need to good, keep good records yeah. from when we've done it. Yeah. And also, look, uh, Jim Sistertag is a franchise that um, with your clients, you, you, you repeatedly visit them. So they're, they're, they're repeat clients, uh, according to compliance uh, in, in Victoria, right? There's, uh, That's right. So we twice a year or, or so. Yeah, so we have various cycles in, yeah. in different businesses. So yeah. we're, we're not looking for that one-off customer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if it costs you a lot, you probably, if you've yeah. ever seen the cost of sale yeah. to get a customer. Yeah, yeah. 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 You make your money the second and third exactly, time. Exactly, yeah. 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 And, so, and so, so how important is that sort of customer approach? I mean, I know you just touched on it before. Um, and and how, how do you, as a franchisor, help franchisees in regards to that customer approach and what sort of support is there? Look, uh, we give them uh, quite a bit of support, even during training. They, they are role, mm. taken through role plays to right. understand mm. how, it, how it works. Mm. But we also will spend some time on the on the road with them. Mm-hmm. We're available to for them to call yep. as well. So, and not just franchisors, but other franchisees can be uh, contacted. Yep. So they set up a, what would be a franchisor franchisee relationship, but mm-hmm. they also set up peer relationships as well with other franchisees. Yep. I feel it's very important uh, for my business, and I think my business and other businesses in this group. Mm. is that we set up uh, the ability to make our businesses look bigger at times as well. Mm. Uh, because no one oh, in bigger business likes yeah. working with a single person. Right. So right. we work heavily together as well. So we get those jobs that require mm. two or three franchisees or yeah. in the outer world probably would have been two or three employees that you have to be able to turn on and off. Yeah. Yep. and then control the quality. Yep. Well, we actually have the quality because we've already gone through the training course. I know I can get a franchisee to help me out yep. and know that he's going to do the same job in the same way that I do it. Yep. Okay. I'll still manage the relationship with the customer, it's great. Yeah. but I, I know I can tackle the job, mm. whether it's big or small. Sure. And that's also one of the biggest benefits about being in with such a well-structured, organised franchise in that you know, if you are able to have that drive to build a business, you've got that network an infrastructure in place. I mean, as a part of that, I mean, to anyone looking to buy a franchise in Melbourne, any particular piece of advice you could give them or any type of returns they should be expecting? I think the first thing you need to do if you're buying a franchisee, a franchise in Melbourne is talk with other franchisees. Mm. Find out what they're doing, what's working for them, what isn't. They'll all be at different stages in their journey. Uh, during our process of induction where we're talking to guys about what's your plan what's your plan for being in here when's your what's your plan or trigger for when you want to leave because we see it as just part of the journey right. so talk to other franchisees ask friends what they think of your ability to to run your own business because mm. but ask them to be candid too you don't ask the uh, the people who just say yes you're a really great guy yeah. you, you yeah, actually have the ones who will tell you as it is. But also set some goals for what you want to achieve and then discuss these with the franchisor that you're talking to. I think that's really important because we'll help you 
see whether they're achievable, whether they're realistic, uh, or whether we can actually do better. Okay, regarding returns, it can vary. You can be running an $80,000 business, you can be running a $180,000 business. Yeah. It gets down to what is driving you, yeah. okay, and um, what you want to compromise or have in return for that. So if you're coming in for lifestyle because you've been burnt out on the corporate treadmill, mm. maybe the 100000 is what you want. You want to be turning over. Yeah. Okay? If you're still the up and goer, mm -hmm. you may be wanting to put a bit more time in. Mm -hmm. But you can do that in a number of ways. We're not just a test and tag business. I think with all businesses providing a single service, you have a bit of a ceiling on how fast you can pedal or how far you can mm -hmm. pedal in any week. With a multiple of services available, we can service one customer with more services, which means that we get better return on those hours we spend mm -hmm. with that customer, which means that you get better value out of every customer. What's, what's the best thing about your job? So what, what, what kind of drives you to do what you do? Couple of things, flexibility to work the way I want. I don't have a boss mm -hmm. other than the one at home. <laughs> um, so I can set my day how I think it needs to go. I can work the way I need to work to get the best out of me. And um, I love not being in the same place every day. Yeah. Okay, and uh, I love helping people. Helping people achieve what they need to achieve, whether it's a safety outcome, how many of you have been in a, in a business where you are so busy, you're oblivious to everything else going on around you? Yep. The place could be falling down, but you're looking at your goals. Yep. We help people. Yep. I look at that I've got 30 plus years in IT, okay, anywhere from hardware, software, and process support. I think if I can't provide a customer some insights from that experience, well, I haven't helped them out. Yeah. And you mentioned that lifestyle. It must be... Um, is that something you find new franchisees coming on board are also attracted to? Yes, they are. Uh, they're definitely looking at the lifestyle side of things because mm -hmm. coming out of corporate, you might be working your 60-hour week. Mm -hmm. The 60-hour week's all right. It's just mm -hmm. not having the flexibility to choose when you work it. Yeah, yeah or the 40-hour week or the 30-hour week because at least you might choose 60 hours one week, you might choose 10 the next because that suited you to maybe plan a holiday in the middle of it. Yep, yep. All right. So what are some of your goals and milestones for the inner Melbourne region for in the coming years? Look, my goal over the next couple of years is actually to get five franchisees on board. I'm looking for five people who can really take this region on and put a bit more awareness out there in the region because I think we've only tapped a little mm -hmm. bit of it and there's yeah. lots of work already. So I think more people out there will actually lead to more, more work. Yeah. Um, more goals, I want to spend a bit more time on business development, looking for work, looking mm -hmm. for, for work, uh, letting people know that we're out there because that will then flow onto franchisees as well. Yeah, I think they're the two that I really am keen on. Yeah, sure. 
I mean, for any, I mean, there will be plenty of people listening to this now who'd be potentially quite keen on the opportunity. How do they go about reaching out to you? And you mentioned a bit earlier about your induction process and, and things mm. like that. But what do you think you'd say to someone who's just thinking about taking that plunge into franchise or self-employment? I would say first thing, give us a call. Call them, visit the website, put in your contact details. I can promise you we don't bite <laughs> often. Uh, <laughs> but the we'll help you make that decision because it's in our interests that we get the right person into the business yeah. to expand the brand and also build their own brand. So visit the website or call the gym's t- number on 131546. Yeah. It's very simple. Yeah, fantastic. Look, like I said, anyone interested, we encourage you head towards gymstestandtag.com.au and put an inquiry in. Alternatively, you'll see a contact us underneath this podcast and please put your details down and, and one of the team will get back in touch with you very quickly. Um, look, apart from that, Phil, it's been exceptionally good talking to you today and we really would like to get you back soon to um, give us an update on how it's all going with the growth of your region. Sure, I'd love to. That'd be really good. It'd be great to be able to talk to you in six months' time and say we've got a franchisee on. He's uh, kicking goals and he's looking like uh, out doing uh, what his plan was. Sure. And, and, and as part of what we do, we've been having a lot of discussions with um, you know, people in the gym's test and tag system. Uh, and there are a lot of people extremely happy in terms of recent franchisees, people on board, mm-hmm. so that the system is there in place for people who want to utilise it. So again, we'd encourage you to try and take that next step um, if you've got the will to do that. Thank you, Raghu. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Thanks for yeah. Eden Exchanges was brought to you by the team at Eden Exchange. In this episode, we spoke to Phil Hoppe, franchisor for Jim's Chest and Tag in Inner Melbourne. For more information on this or any other episodes by Eden Exchanges, head to EdenExchange.com or www.businessbuyinvest.com. You can also find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter and Instagram for recent updates on the buying and investing business world. You can subscribe to the series on iTunes or Stitches if you're using Android. Thanks for listening.